This is Devin Tribe from the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. In this episode, the hosts talk about the new chapter approved 2018 and the upcoming jeans dealer called Codex. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me as always is JF. Hello, Matt. And Ashley. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, thank you very much. Uh, so we are here with our first episode of 2019. We're going to take a look at Chapter Approved 2018, um, since we recently got that in our hands. And we'll also talk about the New Year's Open Day and the exciting news from that. But as always, we like to catch up on the things we've been doing hobby-wise lately. And we had a little bit of a Christmas break, so... Um, Ashley, did you get to do anything? Play some games? Do some modeling? I did and I didn't. So most of my Christmas break, I spent high as a kite on pain medications because I had my tonsils out. Uh, do recommend. The high as a kite part, not the tonsil part. It was kind of <laughs> terrible. Um, you know, so they, they warned me ahead of time that it's terrible to have it done as an adult. They were so right. It was miserable. Um, and the first day was fine. And then they're like, it's going to it's gonna get worse after a couple days. They were right. Um, so I would say like the two weeks leading up to Christmas was just like a haze of me um, drinking liquids and napping repeatedly, uh, which, while fun, did not leave a ton of space for hobby stuff. Yeah. That being said, since the holidays, I've been whipping out this uh, Tyranid army like it's my job. Ooh, nice. Back to the Tyranids. Yeah. I am finally. So, oh, I'm so proud I of you. I assembled a whole bunch of zoanthropes and neurothrope. I put my malanthrope together quite Ooh. recently. Yes. First of all, can I just say I've had that model for almost three years now, and oh, I might paint it first. I oh, I'm so excited about it. Oh, it's just such a great model. It's probably my favorite Tyranid model. The malanthrope. My, pro- maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean. I love he's it. got he's no. got Cthulhu face and he his little does. tiny arms and his little tiny arms like I'm I'm all into it. I, I've got one. My brother brought it back for me for me when last time he went to to Warhammer World. That's where I got mine. He came back with me on my lap because it, I didn't I didn't trust him in the checked bag. It, it, it's top ten. It's top ten. I just feel there are better models. It's it's a really good one. But then I don't I, know. I don't know. But but I, I have a deep and strong love for the Malanthrope nonetheless. Your your Herodin weeps. Okay. So he's humongous and he's still in the closet because I need like a saw just to cut off some of the flash on that guy. Um, and I was doing some research into how best to put him together for like storage purposes. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, you need to reinforce him because he'll sag Mm -hmm. because the resin is so heavy hit that he will eventually just start to sag and I don't want to put them together and paint them and then have him like start to sag. So I am I'm thinking about where I want to put some reinforcement rods and some things to, to kind of help with some of those issues. Um, also I have nowhere on earth to put that thing unless I hang him from the ceiling. Well, so, so he's still in the closet. <laughs> I'm not sure my landlord would approve. Um, so he's still in the closet, but 
I got my Dimicaran. Um, he's mostly assembled. I'm probably going to finish him this weekend. I bought another. I bought another one of the. Actually, I'm not even sure if I had one to begin with, but I bought one of the Start Collecting boxes that's got the Trigon and a bunch of Gene Stealers, I think, in it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know it was a it was a good deal, and I needed more stuffs. Um, and let's see. So I got yeah. So I put I got that all together. I did some. Uh, Venomthropes. So I have um, all those Zoanthropes that I put together are came from the new plastic kit. But I had a bunch of the old fine cast Neurothropes. Wait, right. Venomthropes? Venomthropes? I'm getting all the thropes confused. There's so many. <laughs> um, the big squiggly arm ones. The, those yeah, are the Venomthropes. The, the yeah. yeah, those are the Venomthropes. I have a bunch of the fine cast ones of those, so I decided I would just stick with those, do all of them like that, because I think I have like five of them, which is more than enough of those. I don't think I even need five. Um, but I have them, so I'll use them. Um, and then I bought two of the plastic kits to make into Zoanthropes, and I mm, I really like those models. They are... Mm, they're good. They're tight. <laughs> um, I've got... I don't know... A couple of Trigons, a couple of Carnifexes, um, oodles and oodles and oodles of gargoyles. So I've got a Flyrent, I've got a Swarm Lord, I rolled out one old one eye. Um, I kind of just went all over the place. I got everything. Oh, and I have some of the Rippers with wings that Forge World makes. I oh, found yeah. them at a swap meet a million wow. years ago. A million, million. It was a, it was a miniature swap meet, but it was a million years ago. Um, and they were selling them for like 15 bucks a bag and they had two bags. So I threw $30 at that guy <laughs> so fast. Um, he was like, yeah, you know, he's like, they're all in there. And I'm like, don't care. Whatever. It, I'm, I'm good. Just give them to me. Good, I'll take them. <laughs> I trust and, you, random peddler. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't that random. And they, I mean, they're in the bag. It's not like I couldn't see them. Uh, but I'm so going to put I, them together and it's, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely fab. I have I have a few of those guys and mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell you what I'm doing with them after the show because it's like a cool little secret. secret. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's <laughs> you know it's you awesome. tell so many secrets on the show. Um, you're just taunting the listeners. I am I'm just a jerk. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. I'm not a good person. Clearly, um, but I yeah I'm 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 headlong into the Tyranids. I got some I got some Termies together. I got some Gaunts together. I got. Some some stealers together. I got gargoyles together. I got a one of the newer flying kits. Oh my gosh, what is it? The um the harpy high the harpy the harpy. Thank nice. you. The harpy. I love that uh, model. Yeah, right. What a nice kit. Um, it went together quite nicely. Um, I'm gonna go buy some more gargoyles probably because you know that's what I need in my life is more gargoyles. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know how it goes. And uh, so, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I finally settled on how I want to paint them. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you were worried about that for a while, trying to figure that out. Well, yeah, you know, so I couldn't decide really what I wanted to do. Hot pink. And, (laughs) well, you know, I mean, I thought of some different things. I was actually going to go for like a a cream color um, flesh with um, a teal carapace. Um, with some like like bright yellow accents, so like some like pretty neon, some pretty neon tyranids. Um, but then I got my hands on the new Codex, and I opened it up. And have you guys seen the Codex? The, the Tyranid Codex, yeah. So, um, on the like the like the opening page is that a big piece of art 
with a like pale colored flesh and like galaxy carapace. Ew. That's what I'm doing. So all of the all of the big beasties are gonna have like galaxies on their carapaces, and all of the wings I'm gonna do different like galaxies and nebulas. So I've been looking up a lot of different colors of that kind of stuff. So I want to do that on the wings of the big guys. I think it's too tedious to do on the wings of the gargoyles, but you know we'll see how it goes. It's ambitious. I like it. Oh, it's going to be super ambitious. I have been tinkering around with just the quite way that I want to do the galaxies. If anyone, anywhere, has a tutorial that they know about or a suggestion for how I could best achieve this very sexy galaxy theme, please, please message us on Facebook. Please, please, please. Because I have not settled on how I want to do it yet, and I will take any and all the help I can get. Where is it in the codex? Uh, it's like the very first page. Hmm. My codex is too far for me to go check, but I'll check after the show. I'm <laughs> um, I can message you guys a picture of it because I have it around just so I can look at it for inspiration. Oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Hmm. Um, now I'm the one out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's it's absolutely phenomenal. I love it to pieces, and as soon as I saw it, I went, <gasps> I actually, I don't even know who did that piece of art. So if you know who did that piece of art, I would love, I would love to compliment them on it because I think it's really great. And that's how I want to do my, my nids. It solved this. Oh my God. This, this has been a, almost a four year saga. Yeah. So what am I going to do with these stupid tyranids? And now I know. Definitively, I know. I so hope that you don't change your mind by next episode. <laughs> No, no, I'm I'm sold. Like I've already primed some of these guys. Some of them are base coated now. Like it is it is a done deal, unless it becomes so tedious that I want to die. Um, in which case, by that point, I'll probably have already done enough of them that I'll be committed, and it'll be too yeah, late, and I'll yeah, just right. be really <laughs> upset about it. But I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm committed. Um, I just I was just so endlessly pleased with. Nice. Yeah, it's been it's been coming out okay. Like I think you know I need to to work on some nuance of it. Certainly practice it um, to kind of get it the right way I want and figure out exactly which colors I want to do and you know and that sort of thing. Um, but I am all over. I'm just all over it. Like I'm all I'm all in. Very but cool. I'd also I'd also love to know who did that art. But yeah, if you have if you have the uh, the Tiered Codex, it's uh it's the very first page right after the cover. It says the Great Devourer under it, I think. But anyway, it's delightful, and I was just so inspired by it, I had to, I had to go. Awesome. Well, I hope that you uh, share pictures with us as your painting comes along. Well, as soon as I actually start painting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Once, once they're all assembled, and that's that's what I'm doing. Is I'm assembling everybody first, or most everybody first. Um, that way, I can practice the scheme on a different, a couple different types of models at the same time. Um and get a feel for how I want it to look and how it's going to work on everybody. And awesome. then theoretically, I'll just go gung ho and just blam 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 blam. But we'll see how <laughs> we'll see how that works out. I don't think your color scheme is is blam 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 material. Maybe one big blam at the beginning, like a, a big bang to create all the yeah. galaxies. Yeah. Quiet, 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 quiet. Um, theoretically, I could do some of the Galaxy Spot stuff with an airbrush. Yeah. I haven't 
perfected the technique yet, but the theory is is that it works. Yeah, and then you, you know, for the stars, you just do the 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 paintbrush flick. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, no. That's that's the part that theoretically I can do with the airbrush is get that nice fine spray. Oh yeah. So yeah. I can do yeah I can do something you know that maybe looks like a, like a Milky Way or whatever. Like I'm gonna I, I got I got a lot of practice ahead of myself to figure out how to do this just quite so. Um, and if I can make it work in the airbrush, I can probably save myself a boatload of time because can you <laughs> imagine doing this uh, to jeans dealers? You know, like forty right. of them. Or how about all the gaunts? <laughs> Because I got, I don't know, 30, 40 gaunts, probably 50 termies. I think you get it. You'll figure it out. I mean, it'll get done. One way or the other. One <laughs> way or the other. Excellent. Jeff, how about you? Oh, boy, Matt. I did a bunch of secret things. With the secrets, <laughs> actually, um, no. What, what I've, been, I've been working on my Adepticon stuff, mostly doing a lot of, I want to say, dumb conversions, such as taking gargoyle wings and putting him on storm boys, and putting storm boys jetpacks and putting him on gargoyles. I like it. And what? then adding chains. There is method to my madness, Ashley. I need a picture of that. I. Oh, you will get them. Okay. Um, so it's mostly it's mostly just doing uh, a lot of zany conversions. I've converted three uh, Rucka Truck Ripper uh, Squig Buggies into Rucka Truck Ripper Buggies, which was easier and way more fun to do than I anticipated. I thought it would be a god darn nightmare. I, no, I can say goddamn here. It was a goddamn <laughs> nightmare, yo. Um, but no, actually, it turned out to be fairly easy. I only cut my thumbs three times so one for each one for each buggy so the sacrifices have been made blood god is satisfied and, i mean there's cutting yourself with a with an exacto right and then there's cutting yourself with a jeweler saw right <laughs> the second one hurts so much more guys so it's i mean i've done dozens upon dozens of conversions a lot of them are more ridiculous than what i'm describing and I can't wait for people to see them at Adepticon. But obviously, I want to keep a bit of surprises. But let's just say that in in the theme that we have, there is theoretically no room for Gretchens. So the Gretchens carved their own room, and it's ridiculous because <laughs> they're Gretchens. And it's so much fun. Awesome. So I did, a, I did a lot of that. I'm, uh, I'm on the verge of ordering some custom uh, water slides. Not water Ooh. slides, but, you know, slide yeah. decals that you use with water. I was going to say, well, that sounds awfully ambitious. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, He's got water slides in his display. Yeah, it's, it's, listen, I'm a writer, so I, clearly I word very well. <laughs> uh, no, I, so I, I'm on the verge of ordering a bunch of that so I can finish my towel for the, uh, the 40K Friendly which I'm very eager for. This is an army I was supposed to bring last year. I am hoping I have time to finish it to bring it this year because it's a bunch of pink stealth Tau because it's hot pink and stealth go hand in hand. <laughs> so I'm very excited about that too. So, uh, so again... We, yeah, we, we can't both have hot pink armies. I mean, come on. Oh no, Ashley, we can. we can all have hot pink <laughs> armies. So 
There's this guy whose name escapes me, and for the past two friendlies, I have gone up against him, and he has, I believe, would would qualify at this point as the fabled Hello Kitty Space Marines, <laughs> which he brings to the friendly, of course. And I want to fight him again and just have the pinkest fight in the world <laughs> at on our table, because it would be amazing. I would be so happy to do that. Even if it's just an exhibition match. Awesome. I mean, that's mostly what the friendly is all about, isn't it? Yeah. To, to well, a point. Basically, I want to have two armies on the table that are both pink and then eventually see pink Mumax. Because <laughs> when you're drunk enough, you see pink elephants, but we're hobbyists, so obviously Mumax. <laughs> How about you, Matt? What have you been up to? Um, so I, uh, organizing my hobby stuff, I, uh, found I had a three and a half foot tall, uh, stack of terrain boxes, so I decided I should probably put all that stuff together. Like, like found as in, like, you forgot about it and <laughs> No, 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 it? I knew I had them, I just didn't realize as, how much terrain I had. As Matt was I hacking see. through the jungle That's of his right. home with a, with a machete, he uncovered a secret room with a child-sized <laughs> stash of boxes for scenery. I was hacking through screws with an X-Acto knife. Um, so I've been uh, putting that terrain together. I decided I wanted to get all that together and out of the closet um, so I have uh, more room to, for my other stuff in probably new stuff based on the information we've received recently, which we'll talk about shortly, unfortunately. Um, but that's that's pretty much been it. Uh, you played a couple small games, but, you know, nothing crazy. I'm looking forward to getting all that terrain finished. I ran out of plastic glue, so I have to get more plastic glue so I can continue. But that was it for me over the holiday break. Um, so, right before the the holidays, they we got Chapter Approved 2018 dropped in our laps. Hooray! And I think the first thing that a lot of people notice is there's a lot of uh, points drops in this Chapter Approved. Everything's yes. cheaper now! It did not mess up all of my lists for Adepticon at all. No, everything's <laughs> oh, no. fine. <laughs> you just have to convert... More stuff now. Yes, <laughs> but I am I'm very happy that was I, I finally managed to stick a uh, a tyrannocyte into our tyranid list. Nice. Which I I couldn't put it in. I have them all. Everything was on track to have it there. I have a role for it. I had ideas for conversions, but I didn't have the points. But now I do because Games Workshop provides. <laughs> <laughs> Now, what's uh, what's interesting is Primaris Marines are now only one point more than regular Space Marines, right? So what people that seems maybe excessive. Well, now what people have been saying is like, oh, this means they're going to get rid of regular Space Marines. Oh, let's let's everyone stop panicking. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they will at some point, um, but they'd have to change the rules for a lot of stuff in order to, you know, if they're going to get rid of regular Space Marines, because... Yeah, like, it would be bonkers. Like, Rhinos and, you know, all that, all the vehicles and stuff don't hold primary Marines. I mean, I guess that's an easy change to say they now just hold, you know, whatever, but a lot of people out there are freaking out. 
What do you guys think? You think they'll get rid of regular Space Marines? I think everyone needs to, needs to take a deep breath. Yeah. I Here's the thing. Like, Yes, I do believe at some point regular Space Marines are going to maybe not disappear. They may become like some like an artifact of the of the past but this isn't a next year thing this right. if, if they phase out space marines and make them like become relic marines or something something like that they'll probably end up having uh, like a very specific set of rules that that you know can can be sort of make them special in a different way so that people can still use their own mo- old model but this is like a five-year thing in the future how Primary Marines have been out for what, like almost two years, a bit more, and we haven't seen that much of a decline in the classic Marines. Obviously, right. we haven't seen anything new much for for them. So I can say that yes, they're going to be phased out, but they're going to be phased out at Games Workshop's pace, which is going to be glacial. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys got to remember, you know, it takes several years for them to go from concept to an actual model kit. Yeah. And, and, you know, people were saying since um, in the Vigil's Defiant book, you know, Calgar, who's a regular Space Marine, went through the process to become a primary Space Marine. So they're seeing that as a precedent for the whole whole thing. Oh, and, like, there's probably going to be something in the fluff where you have entire successor chapters that just refuse to become primary oh, so yeah. that people can still play that. But, I mean, c- clearly the future is primary Marines, but, like, the long-term future... Yeah, because they have to, you know, they have to re-sculpt all the different heavy weapons. Mm-hmm. They're going to trade them out, switch out, you know, trade out all the heavy weapons and um, special weapons. They have to re-sculpt those for Primaris guys. And Well, aren't all the weapons the same size? No, I mean... If, if... I thought it was the head, the arms, and the weapons that were staying the same. It was just the torso and the legs that were changed. I mean, if you compare them, their their weapons are a little bigger on their Primaris guys. Um, okay. And yeah, and I don't know how, with the with the primaries being a little bigger than a regular space marine, I assume they would want the weapons to be beefier too to to sort of match the scale. You know what I mean? I think it's mostly also about justifying it in the fluff. Like you yeah. don't want space marines to be completely gone from the shelves, but them to be still ever present in the fluff. Yeah, and I mean, you know, in the in the fluff, it would take a, a long time to get everybody, every single Space Marine out there upgraded, we'll say, to a primary Space Marine 2. You know, I don't think it would be a quick process for the Imperium anyway. Exactly. I mean, especially, you know, since everything moves at a glacial speed. Right. Especially in the grim future of the 40th, 40th, 41st millennium. So lots of points changes um, all across the board, which is nice. Uh, you know you're... who didn't get a point change though? Orcs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, fresh that. I, figured, I figured that's because they just came out. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's perfectly. That I have a couple of lists of orcs I really <laughs> didn't feel like reworking this early in, so I'm happy. And we also got some um, some interesting new rules. Uh, so, like for the Tau, there's the eight. Which I don't know, JF. I know you're a Tau player, so I don't know if you took a close look at those guys at all. Not exactly. Uh, as much as I'm a Tau player, I'm not at all a Farside Enclave player. 
So there's very little that comes out. Like when when they they had their own little codex or subcodex, I didn't care. I'm I don't look at anything that has to do with Farside. So when when he he him and his boys get together and get new rules, it's not something I really look at very quickly. It is uh it is interesting. It's it's pretty much uh, eight character battle suits for the army, and uh, it comes out to about a thousand points. It's fifty six power. So I can give you sort of an idea how that translates over. Um, I, I didn't notice that there is a variety of suits instead of just being just a bunch of crisis suits, and that is interesting. My, yeah, I my reasoning really... is dumb too. It's just I they're not the color scheme of my Tau, so <laughs> why bother? Yeah, it's a Riptide, a broadside, um, five crisis suits, and an Enforcer XV eighty five Enforcer suit. It's kind of cool. Um, but gives Tau players, you know, something else to sort of look at and add in their army. More options is always good. Oh, yeah, yeah. variety is the spice of life. And um, they were a little short on characters, too, so it's kind of cool that they have a whole uh, character chapter or a character detachment in there. But I think the biggest thing that everybody was looking forward to was the Sisters of Battle Beta Codex. Which is interesting because there's nothing new in there as far as units or it, characters go. It, it was very interesting and surprising and maybe a tiny bit disappointing. I'm, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Like I was hoping, like I obviously I was hoping for new fancy units or at least getting something that would give us an idea of the direction they want to take as far as new units. We there's. Obviously, we're getting new kits for everything that's on the, that list, so that is interesting. We know that we're getting new sculpts for all of these cool things, so that's fun. But there's no way they're redoing this army and not adding anything new. Yeah, there, there's we. I mean, yeah, that's what makes no sense to me. Yeah, well, I think it's one of those things where they wanna, you know, get people excited for it, so they do the beta codex, but they don't want to reveal their whole hand with all the new stuff. Uh, but still, like, I mean, then why I, do the beta gotex? If, yeah. If, if, if it's going to be missing a bunch of stuff they're going to put out later, there's no point. Well, but it, well, it is testing some stuff, right? Like the way the new acts of faith work. Sure, but if you're missing a bunch of stuff, you're not going to necessarily under, get like a good feel for the yeah. meta of how those all those things are going to work together. So yeah, okay, maybe they're going to get a good idea of, you know, maybe how some of these new things work and whatever. But we're still going to be missing part of the puzzle. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I want to be hyped about it, but I'm also a, just, yeah, still just a little bit disappointed. And I honestly was hoping that, you know, they'd be in my hand by now because, yeah <laughs> you know, in, impatience. Yeah, that's, impatience. There's, there's no way that's happening, mostly based on the fact that they need to first gather the feedback. And that book's only been out for a little while. They need to gather the feedback, see how Stop it implements. Stop crushing my dreams. Play test it. Then add it to the new book, get the new book printed, translated in all the languages, distributed, and then they can have a release. We're not getting this in Q1. No, I think Q, middle Q2 probably. Maybe. Adepticon, maybe. Maybe they'll re that'll be the reveal, right? Is the It would be a good place for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm on Ashley's side that, that it's, it is disappointing and a bit strange that they um, – that they decided to leave a lot of information on the table as far as playtesting. I understand their reasoning, and 
I, I suspect it was probably a bit of an internal uh, arm arm wrestling mm. there going on between like the marketing people probably wanted to hold back so that they don't reveal too much and the development people probably wanted the information to test the balance properly. So like my marketing mind says they made the right decision because they're going to be able to hype a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. But I'm not I, – I don't know. I, I feel they probably could have generated some buzz by just – just naming units, putting the stats, and just tell, saying, well, it's a flyer roughly the size of this other flyer, of a Storm Talon. Hey, but we're telling Valkyrie. you, Yeah, we're telling you <laughs> nothing else. You'll get to see them all, and people would be just expecting these things for when yeah, they actually like there's, do the Yeah, there's no reason that they couldn't have put out you know, maybe one or two or three of the new things yeah. with no inkling of what they're going to look like, just their stats. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to be disappointed. It is interesting, sort of the way that they work too, though, because you know <clears throat> they want they want you to be excited about what's coming soon, right? And what's coming soon is Gene Steeler Cults, which we're going to talk about oh, shortly. Yeah. <sighs> so right, so <sighs> so now if are you now JF they, and I are getting the vapors over here. Oh, yeah. oh, I got them too. But they want you to Google <laughs> the Gene Steeler Cult stuff. They don't want you to be thinking about what is this. Sisters of Battle mod are going to look like, right? They want you listen, to buy the Listen, listen, I have enough I have enough love in my hobby <laughs> heart for both. Yeah. There, there's know. also that this is their first time doing something like right. that. So they might be, you know, being very soft-footed about how far they want to go, see how well it works, and next time when they say, "Hey, we're going to be putting out a beta codex for squats." Or Demiurg, or Embles, or something. I mean, they've they've been fairly unequivocal that the Tyranids ate the squats, and that's the end of it. Yeah, but then you have Demiurg, which are just squats under a different name. (laughs) That's the thing. Like the the next time they do something like that, they'll probably have a better idea. Like, okay, well, we went this far and everything was fine. Let's see if we can push it a bit further. Or we went this far and it did not go well. Let's pull back a bit or never do this again. Like. It, to, to their defense, I understand being having cold feet about going full in. Yeah, dropping everything on the table. So, All right, yeah. fine, I guess. Sorry, My I patience think... disagrees. But <laughs> one thing that was more exciting than I thought it would be is the um, the looted wagon rules. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're oh, actually love it. kind of fun. <laughs> I wasn't expecting – I expected it to be just like, well, here's a list of all the weapons and here's uh, the basic cost of a looted wagon and do whatever you want. And there's actually three looted wagons of three different sizes and you can have a lot of fun with it. I was, this is the kind of thing that I feel anybody that already had a looted wagon model in their stuff is probably very excited about. Yeah, I, you know, I was worried about the same thing too that I was just going to – like you were saying, like here it is, but now – it seems like if you ever built a looted wagon, you'd be able to make something cool out of it with the rules. Yeah, um, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm looking at some of my unused vehicles and thinking, well, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I want to have a dog in this fight. <laughs> That's the power of the orcs. That's right. Even if you don't like orcs and you don't play orcs and you will never play orcs, you kind of want to be never, never say never. I mean, you know, yeah. You know, it all all it starts with is like a uh, some sort of you know at your local hobby store they have a tank battle and you just happen to bring a looted wagon. You know what? 
I can't talk to you guys anymore. My <laughs> wallet can't handle it. Welcome to Vorti Gear yeah. Radio. That's what we're here <laughs> we'll for. Take everything. I mean, yeah, it's not like I'm new here or anything, but you know, you know, you know. You guys <laughs> right. are a bad influence, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm the worst. I've been very clear about this. Listen, we're just trying to make your dreams become realities. That's all. <laughs> if your dreams is living in a fort <laughs> made out of Games Workshop boxes, <laughs> subsisting on bits trading. I mean, if it's big enough to fit my fancy gaming table in it, sign me up. See, there you go. <laughs> Ask Matt. He keeps discovering new boxes of scenery. That's crazy. Right? Who knows Matt, what's in Matt, there? Just send me, just send me your empty boxes, and eventually <laughs> you'll be able to you build know, something. I'll be able to build my own my own box fortress. I'm telling you, he knocked down that wall into the adjacent apartment. Yeah, he would notice. I, I just wanna. I just feel like I, that I have to point that out. Knock he would notice. Yeah. He's very quiet neighbor, uh, but he is still there. So. Hmm. Well, we won't go down that dark path of eliminating your neighbor and just taking over the. Uh... Hey. hey. <laughs> You know what would be an easier and less murdery option? Me moving. Oh, yeah. Fair, true. Oh. Fair, fair point. That's so much work, though. Boring. No, it's true. It is going to be so much work, which is why I haven't done it yet. I'm also thinking about a roommate because, God, why is Northern Virginia so expensive? Ooh, see, that's what you do. You get a nice big place with a roommate. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like I want to entice the roommate with the gaming table and be like, look at all the cool games we yeah, could play see, on the gaming see. table. What do you want to do about that? So looking for a place to stay? Rent is cheap when you split it in two. <laughs> well, not cheap. Go. Rent is more reasonable when you split it in two. I made the stupid mistake of living by myself, which was, whew, why did I do that? I'm dumb. It's dumb. It's a terrible idea. Don't do it. Oh, I live by myself, and I enjoy it. Yeah, but you don't uh, yeah. live—you don't live by yourself next to Washington D.C. Oh, that's true. True enough. Like I live, I like live by a myself crazy in person. Montreal. I live in my, by myself in Montreal, and quite frankly, uh, unless I'm in a relationship, I will stay by myself because my experience with uh, with roommates Awful. hasn't been great. Awful. Listen, do you uh, guys want to come play games on my table or not? Because if you talk me out of the roommate, it can't happen. Get, get a roommate. That's fine. Like the, the only good roommates I've had have been women because living with dudes is the worst. Oh, oh great. Okay. So, so what yeah. you're saying is, is that I should totally not have a dude roommate. I should totally have a chick roommate. Yes. D- duly noted. Duly noted. Hey, any chicks who play 40k and live near DC? I'm looking for a roommate. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. So. When are we talking about the Gene Sears cult? Because I'm, I'm lying, be I'm I'm lying on my fainting couch. I am <laughs> oh, my God. You're right. I have to sit. Let, let's just let us let us just sit down. Does everyone have a glass of water nearby? Mm-hmm. I have a glass of water. I, <laughs> Do you I have, have smelling fan. salts? Smelling yes. salts oh, are yes, at the a fan. Yeah. So that's what's coming up next for 40K. Gene Sears cults. Gonna, mm, I got a birthday coming up, you guys. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for all the Gene Sears cult. Oh, God. Guys, those character models. What is... I can't. I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. It's your job to can. You have to can. I already need the smelling salts, and we just started with the characters. The detail on them is amazing. They are so amazing. I want them all. Give them to me. I was being really wishy-washy about what army or kill team I wanted to take to Adepticon. The answer is now Gene Stiller Cult. <laughs> I really wanted to take Ned's, 
but now I basically am required by virtue of how amazing these models are to do Gene Seller Colt instead. And, and I have no regrets. And, and Ashley, you're making Tyranids. Like me, you're a Tyranid player. We have Tyranids. The great thing about doing Gene Seeker Cults is that you can tie in your color scheme yeah. of your Gene Seeker Cult to your Tyranids. Don't talk to me like and that. It works. It's so beautiful. It's the That's best. Everything's perfect. Oh, my perfect. God, you're right. Uh, right? I hate, I hate it, but you're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, So good. It, and you can, you can even probably tie in some kind of, like, galaxy worship thing going on with your Gene Stealer cult tied into the galaxy pattern that you're using. Like, there's so much you can do. So, yeah. So, there, there's some really you know, cool I, characters. I love and I hate talking to you guys. I'm the worst. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are terrible. Thank you for all of your mm. – no, I love it. It's great. I'm very excited. But why are they so good? Oh, my God. Oh, they're just very nice models. They're very pretty. Um, the priestess is the one that really pops out for right? me. Um, also, the gunslinger that they're putting out for Kill Team, which will have 40k rules, I'm assuming. Like These two are the ones that are really just jumping to me as yeah. the awesome ones. But let's not forget, like, they, they've got this cool assassin dude, and obviously the communication guy that we've seen who has uh, the hologram of the hol uh, Warhammer World. Yeah, I love that. It's so, pretty much the greatest thing ever. And there are some people that have said, like, they've, uh, be because the priest is kind of holding a staff in, in, a, in a sword, like, that he's kind of Eve Rain redux, but... Eh, don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, wait, she, she looks slightly like a very cool model that I will be painting in the coming year because it's one of the best models that Games Workshop has. Oh, no. Well, how terrible. Oh, it's awful. So awful. Give me two. Now, one of the things I posted on the 40K Radio po uh, Facebook page is that there is another model that we have no information, and it looks like the apothecary slash doctor. Yeah, yeah, what's that all about? That one's super weird. I love him so much. He's <laughs> so cool. I love that he he looks like he's contemplating which drugs he's going to put <laughs> on his man catcher next. He's got this this um, this Professor Membrane from Invaders Invader Zim look to him, which is just the best ever. It's a very specific throwback you got there, JF. I am an old man. I enjoy <laughs> old cartoons. I'm decrepit, <laughs> but he just he looks just because you can imagine the middle of the battlefield just standing there nonchalant with his drug staff. <laughs> yeah, right. That guy shows up. Oh, it's. Everything about him is the best. I don't know what he does. I'm assuming it's some kind of enhancement. I don't really I, care. I'm buying it. Yeah, there's there's no way he's not winding up in my in my inevitable cheese stealers now. So yeah, I'm very excited about that. And on top of it, because none of that is enough. Well, the, the gunslinger dude, which is just badass, because how. How to make a two-handed gunslinger better? You make you give him a third arm. <laughs> so yeah, right. already that he makes him. You can sling awesome. more guns that way. And he's a supplement for kill team because, of course, why not? And then on top of all of this, and there, there's there's hints to say, oh, there's even going to be more malls, which we know from the doctor, dude. But there's a piece of scenery, yeah, and it's freaking drill. Can I please 
have five. I just so, all right, I, want, all right. I want a table full of this stuff. Like the stuff that came out with them before, um, with the kill team stuff I liked. Um but Jesus Christ. I I I don't have anywhere to put all this terrain. Manufacture them? Yeah, yeah. Like fifteen years ago, terrain was basically repainting cans of cola. Right. And you know, boxes, cardboard boxes like or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. Foam you, you found be. on the street. Yeah. And now there's just so many options. So let's play a game. What do you guys think that drill does? Ooh. I don't care. I want it. You're not I want playing it. the game. I want it to dig tunnels for my Gene Sealer cult to run through. That is a good one. I like that. I also wanted to do a an earthquake thing. Oh, yeah. What? That would be just the best. Like have have it dig tunnels so that people can like you you can you can redeploy gene steers or something like that. That would be great. And give it like once per battle you can like take away one d three movement from everyone on the table except your guys or like something dumb like that. Like it creates an earthquake and people's movement is a bit limited. Ah, there's just so many possibilities. It's such a gorgeous piece of terrain, too. Yeah, it's it's really awesome. It, it fits in perfectly with, you know, the, the terrain that they already got, which is nice and nice, nice thematic, thematically on your table. Um, and one of the things with the terrain, I don't know if you saw that's uh, going up for next week, is the, the terrain that sort of bridges the gap between the Sector Imperialis and the... Um, Saw that? That's brilliant. Mechanicus stuff, yeah. I I love that we're at a point with this hobby where Games Workshop can put out a terrain kit for aesthetic reasons. Right, right. <laughs> like I, it bridges the aesthetic gap between these other two pieces of terrain. Of course, we're all decorators at heart. <laughs> and we also get the the cool the get to see the some more of the bikes and the vehicles for the Gene uh, Cults a little buggies hot damn guys they're so great there is no way i'm not making a redneck gene stealer cult <laughs> army it's all it's all gonna be dirt bikes and atvs and yeehaws and i'm gonna convert one to be all holding a, a, a can of beer so that i can every game sacrifice him while he's attacking the wrong thing and always say hold my beer before i do that <laughs> doomed charge into some terminators with flamers i actually i've never i've never been super hot on like a lot of the like bikes and stuff like the space marine bikes like do nothing for me but there's something about these that makes me want to buy 20 right i can't explain it it's because they look great they they fulfill because space marine bikes or eldar jet bikes all of these things look like they're very much military focused. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, these just look like dirt bikes that the cult salvaged. Like the ATV right, looks yeah. just like an ATV, and let's bolt a mining laser on it because we're not an actual army. We're a militia of fanatical cultists that worship a, a distant and cold hive mind. So we don't have access to actual tanks except the ones we steal, which is probably still going to be in the Codex. I want him to steal a flyer, too. Well, if you – so I was going to say, if you look in the back of uh, of the picture that shows them fighting, looks like uh, some Death Watch guys, there's mm-hmm. a Gene Steel cult dude popping out the top of a Hellhound. 
It's it's not a flyer. It's not a looted Valkyrie, but it's, that's still but pretty But still, damn that gives you hope that they will uh, requisition more in, of the Imperium's equipment. I am 100%. And a Hellhound is, such, is, is a cool model, too. Yes, I'm please, thank you. very happy about everything about this. I'm so excited for Gene Stewart Cult. Unfortunately, I already have plans like through the next year. So if I do Gene Stealer Cult, it's going to be like a 2020 thing. Mm. God damn it, Games Workshop. Why do you do this <laughs> to me? This is why I infect other people like right. Ashley with this disease. I'm not. I'm I not can't suffer alone. Honestly, I mean, I'm pretty sure I had it before you guys came along. I'm much like herpes. You had it, but oh. I'm just there to make it like exacerbate it, show out. Wonder- wonderful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. I Thanks. listen. What there's other diseases that lay dormant for a while until they're triggered, but they're worse. So I didn't go there. Herpes simplex is something that half the population of Earth has, anyways. Who cares? Mm, true. You guys are weird. I want to talk about models again. <laughs> well, so fine. <laughs> Be that way. Listen, it's just a medical fact. Um, so genes are cults. That we need to talk about more models. Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I don't. We don't know when they're coming. I assume it's going to be soon. I assume. When, when Matt? Tell me you know, when. You know what? My assumption is. I think is... it's going to be just in time for my birthday next month. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to be after they're done with this. Uh, the uh, the bad moons for. Uh, Ages yeah. Yep. So, which are what awesome. You're, what you're saying uh, is that it's, it's the next thing after the city conquest thing that's coming out next week. Yeah. And you're saying that because it's actually his birthday, I'm not the one getting any of those models. <laughs> yes, it's all gonna be me. Yes, Ashley will will get a whole army for her birthday. Ooh, don't say that. Yeah. I'm just saying you get to start your wish list now. Well, I gotta wait till I find out everything that's coming out first. You only turn whatever age you're turning once, so. Uh, thirty again. Yeah, see, there you go. I have decided. Stop aging at twenty-nine. It's a known scientific fact. <laughs> no, 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 no. I legitimately turned thirty, and this year I will be turning thirty again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll let you roll with that. <laughs> so, uh, for your second thirtieth birthday, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so we assume that'll be what's coming out next, um, and then after that, we don't know. Uh, hopefully, Sisters is soon after. Would be nice. So other news from the nice. the New Year's Open Day is there's going to be some more Kill Team experiences coming, as I'm sure everybody expected. Um, the big one looks to be Kill Team Arena, which is going to focus on the more competitive side of Kill Team. I know a lot of people are very excited about that. Yeah. Because the potential for Kill Team as a uh, as a competitive tournament game is already very clear. And the fact that they're leaning into it very hard is, well, it's awesome. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that this there's a good chance I, that this is going to replace a segment of the more serious competitive 40K uh, tournament. Well, I'm playing it at Adepticon, so I will report back. I am eager to hear your report. I am excited. And just the fact that, I mean, I think the greatest thing about it is that, you know, rather than having to paint up a new 2,000-point army, I can paint up 10 more, get 10 new guys and and, uh, and then have a new force to play with. 
Raider. I mean, this is sort of why I can't decide uh, yeah. what I want to play because, you know, it's so easy to throw ten guys together. I mean, well, but... I take take a look over my shelves and I've got like six kill teams already ready to go. I could just do whatever I want. Well, but not yeah, only I, I can just pick from existing armies. And I that is like... existing armies. Like that's just stuff I have laying around that's already faded. And the nice thing about that is it allows players to adapt to a changing meta a lot faster and easier and at a reasonable mm. cost. So you're going to see a lot more, like, because one of the problems with changing meta in 40k is that you wound up with a lot of gray ghost armies or just, you know, plastic armies and very, you know, just terrible stuff on the tabletop just to remain, for people to remain competitive. Meanwhile, for Kill Team, you paint between 10 and 20 models. You can have some great campaigns, and you can, like, oh, well, the meta is... I'm a serious win-at-all-cost player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely need to win, but now that my now that the meta has changed a bit, like, my Space Marines are no longer good, it's all about Terranids. Well, I need Terranids. I can easily paint 20 Terranids so that it doesn't look awful, and that also means that, you know, tournaments, organizers can have be a lot more strict about painting requirements. Yes, um, definitely. Everything about this is great. These are all net positives for me. And, I don't know, so as we all know, with, with Kill Team right now, you're sort of limited in your choices, but uh, one of the things he mentions is that they're going to be expanding, you know, what you can have in your Kill Team. Right? So they're yes, going to be please. including more models. So imagine, you know, right now, like in Eldar Kill Team, you've got Dire Avengers. That's the only aspect to worry. But imagine in, you know, six months down the road where you could have a Kill Team made up of one of each aspect warrior. If only a podcast had predicted that something like this would mm, happen. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Where'd you guys hear something like that? And actually, one of the, um, in the December White Dwarf, they gave you a, a free thing for um, Shadespire, where both both sides fight like a chaos giant. It has, you know, like 50 wounds and stuff like that. So, hmm, who predicted that as well, coming into these <laughs> games? The the idea of mini bosses in campaigns of Kill Team, I I feel I that it. this it was something that we thought, oh, that would be nice, and they could definitely do it. I think at this point it's kind of inevitable. Like it's yeah. it's gonna happen. Well, yeah, they're really supporting Kill Team, and we're gonna get some new um some new rules for fighting in really close conf- confines, like they showed uh that comes in the arena set. It looks like there's some tiles and some doors and stuff. It's almost like you're fighting inside a building, which is really cool. Very smart Rogue Trader expansion. They're adding new commanders. One of them is a gene steward called Gunslinger. Yep. And the other one, which I'm very excited about, is a fat, weird, concerned looking Mechanicus dude. Oh, that model is awesome. It is so good. I, the, the, the speed at which the internet made the concern mean with him is perfect. <laughs> and I one of the problems I have, because I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember, but I made the joke that every box of uh, of, of Mechanicum kept coming with a Dominus Tech Priest. I have five yeah. Dominus yeah. Tech Priests. I don't know what mm. to do with all these freaking Tech Priests. So that they're adding finally a new model that can be used in the HQ is just the best because finally I can have a bit of variety in my uh, in my tabletop presence as a Mechanicum player. And of course, another kill zone coming along. Um, they said it's similar to like sort of a, a, a frontier town sort of setting, which looks really neat. 
And what's going to go better on a frontier town than a bunch of gene stealer and a gunslinger? Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Guys, we're going to have such a great 2019. It's promising yeah. so far. Like, a lot of things that didn't go well in 2018 seem to be going a lot better in 2019 yeah. for me. I'm not just talking about the hobby. My life's <laughs> been a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, they're just, you know, what we've seen is okay, here's Q1. This is just like, you know, Q1, and it's already awesome. It's pretty great. Now, have we mentioned Blackstone Fortress expansion? I did not. I am. But no, yes, but I sure have one. Talk I'm about bringing back, thrilled. like, cool old one-off, you know, monsters and stuff like that. Okay, there's like three things that's great about this expansion. Sorry, I'm going to rant and yell because I'm very happy about it. First of all, Go you're right. It. Bringing right back old stuff is the best. Bringing back just – they were already kind of doing it with Blackstone Fortress. Like this is where they're just digging into like their, their dusty archives to bring out old stuff like the robots and yeah. all that kind of thing. So it opens the door for us to see so many other cool things. This Blackstone Fortress is where every tiny little unknown race of the galaxy is going to try to – seek their fortune it makes sense in the floor in the fluff it's great it's a good place for a games workshop to also test how excited people are about things so those uh, that ambule is amazing but here's what's and this is going to sound so bizarre but one of the things i was kind of worried about expansions is that a lot of expansions tend to be these big boxes with 20 models and mm. a rule book and a bunch of tokens this is just four models like you've got your ambule, you've got a bunch of maggot things, and some rules for it. It's just a tiny addition in the same way that we've Simple. seen. Yeah, it adds to the game in the same way that we've seen some like cool mini or not games put out expansions, or or some ninja division mm -hmm. games put out extra uh, expansions. Instead of being like a whole new game of equal weight and cost, as the the original game is just one more thing. Well, you know what it, it really reminds me of for you old old school GW players is the with Warhammer Quest, right? They just released character yes. packs. So it was a character, another character you could play, and their rules, and like one or two more room tiles. That's exactly what this is like. It's, you know, which makes sense because it's Warhammer Quest, Blackstone Fortress, but mm -hmm. just a small little expansion to the game to get you something new and at a at a re more reasonable price than, you know, like you were saying a box with 20 models and a bunch of rules and stuff. And even price aside, like I I don't know how happy I would be to have to paint 20 models oh, yeah. on top of the original box just to play an an expansion. Like I mm -hmm. painting four or five of them though, it's perfectly approachable. Yep. Sign me up. Games Workshop is doing a very good job of creating a bite-sized approach to playing their games. And I, I bet it's really paying dividends on their side. And, of course, along with the Amble for Blackstone Fortress, we have Ambots for Necromunda. Yes, please. I am Which voraciously curious amazing. about the fluff of that. Right? I just think those models are awesome. I, so, I for it, one, am excited. I, I, I can't... I got no excitement left to give. It's all... <laughs> just going to flail my arms around like a Muppet. All right, settle down, Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so yeah, no, I mean, when they announced, oh yeah, we're having our game thing and we're going to announce some models, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's usually we have a good time when they announce models, and everything they announce is just brilliant. What do you do with yourselves? Like I, ah, there, there's not enough money in the world. Oh, uh, I put or my time. wallet uh, in a timed vault so that I can couldn't access and access it until I calm down. I mean, none of this is available yet, just in case I got crazy and bought some other stuff. Cause, oh, what would go well with some animals? <laughs> and, of course, probably the, the the last and one of the most interesting reveals was the single image of a Chaos Space Marine with no other information. Yeah, I'm glad this is happening. They deserve well, some, some nice stuff. There's there's the fig, the, the sort of crazy dude with flaming skulls. Yeah. Um. On the box for that, you've probably seen that in the silhouettes in the back, you can see uh, the, the talent of Horus, um, Abaddon's power claw, mm-hmm. which is 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 important. One would yeah. say. Yeah. So. Yeah. This could I feel be... I feel like this is this is turning into um, nobody's really dead, um, a la Star Wars. So you know we'll see how it goes. Well, Abaddon never died. Um. Did he? I don't no. think so. Oh, oh, wait. Am I? No. Yeah. Ignore me. Ignore me. I. Uh... Oh, I, it's because I said Town of Horus, and your brain probably immediately yeah, well, yeah, like, yeah, switched yeah, my to Horus yeah. dead. Yeah. My brain went. Sorry. You're <laughs> right. No, 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 I do no, that that's all the time. Let me confuse everyone for just a minute. No, that's my bad. <laughs> like pull. Like hold on on this meds. <laughs> all good. No, no, it's all better now. I, I'm back at work. I'm allowed to drive again. You know, all those good things. I, uh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I wish I didn't have to go back to work yet, but here yeah. we are. Those two, those two weeks off was nice. Well, I mean, <laughs> all right, it wasn't nice, but I did do a lot of napping and thinking oh, about Tyrannus. I need to catch up on my napping and thinking about Tyrannus. <laughs> it's two of my favorite things. So the future is bright in the grim dark. Yeah. So some people are wondering if this is like a whole redesign of the Chaos Space Green line, you know, like a re-release kind of thing. Because those most of the kits in that are, are fairly old, mm-hmm. um, or like you know if they're going to go back and start updating those codexes that came out first, right? So like Space Marines and Death Guard and stuff like that, which in the competitive scene are are a little behind, according to people that pay attention to that stuff. But I'm curious with the way they're doing things if updating codexes is really necessary. Because they can tweak rules and add malls and things like that without necessarily putting out a new codex that yeah. overalls the meta completely. Yeah, I think I think what people mainly are looking at is is right is the stratagems that are available aren't that great in earlier codexes compared to later ones, but they could easily, like you were saying, just do an, uh, an update with you know here's some new stratagems. Yeah. I'd rather see that so that we can see some incremental um, mm. movement into the rules and the balance instead of seeing these huge leaps. Because the problem with putting out a fresh codex is that the expectation is that a lot needs to be new. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, if you're trying to just tweak a list so it, it's, it, it comes back into the meta for competitive play, you don't necessarily want to do overall everything from the ground up. Because then you're just you're, you're tossing away everything you've learned about how the list functions. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, we've got um, Genius Hero Cults, right, next. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, I mean, we know Sisters of Battle is coming. Yeah, the answer is Sisters, I hope. 
But then, as far as other codexes go, I don't. I think Gene Sterling Colts is the last one we're waiting for, right? Before everything's up to date. Uh, yes. Yeah, besides, besides right. the new Sisters of Battle, so. Um, Yuneri never really had a codex, so yeah, they're true. they're the ones left out in the cold. But that's three malls. Who cares? Right. Um, well, I care because I love the Yuneri, and I'm probably <laughs> building a list for them. But I mean, that being said, yeah, that's the last codex. There's holes in the codex list that we all hope will get filled. Like we have two of the major chaos gods have their own right. legion codexes, but two of them don't. Yeah, that is kind of a glaring omission. And there's, I, 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 it's, it is my opinion that there's no way uh, Games Workshop will not try to fill that those holes. Mm. Well, yeah, because that's the thing, right? After Sisters of Battle, what do you do next mm-hmm. to keep it going? So like things like like you were saying, you know, more uh, models, a, more well, kilty, a corn book, uh, a Slanesh book, you know. I mean, yeah, I well, so. you you want your your Emperor's children, you want your um, world you eaters. want your your world eaters. And maybe just like an Alpha Legion codex, so yeah. that you have you have your five ways of playing Space Marines with their own models and their own special rules and their own stratagems and warlord traits. Have added Chaos players. Yeah, and I think it seems like they'll be going towards the a lot of these more of these campaign books, like the Vigilus book, which is cool if it you know provides some some interesting stuff for the game. Yeah, and the the fact that they're they're bringing out of retirement so many older uh, older interesting character well characters and races and and factions sort of hints that they're at least probably thinking of maybe adding something else to the universe, and that would be yeah. exciting. Yeah, there's always uh, all I have favor. so much hype for this. There's always that rumor of of you know a new race coming along, and I think this is probably the addition to to do it. The stars are right. Gimme, 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 gimme. The Amble Army really, coming your I way. really want it to be Xenos. Mm. So yeah. badly. Yeah, we have enough Imperium. Thank you. Babe. Don't we, though? Don't we, though? We're, I we're just, good on Chaos, too. We got all the millions of Space Marines. We got the, the Guard. We've got, well, we've got Sisters of Battle. We've got... We- like the the Admax stuff, like we need some more Xenos all up in this galaxy. It's a big place. I understand that, like as a species, we're fairly prolific, but there's other stuff out there that's way cooler than we are, and I want some of it. <laughs> I want. Some I, of it. I am 100 percent on board with that. I feel like we had this conversation before. We have. I mean, okay. I refer you is, all you, back you... to that episode that I don't remember what number it was or how long ago it was, but it's out there. Yeah, and the thing is, like you, you and me are very Xenos players, I believe. So Fish. obviously we. Well, uh, you like your wolves, but there's Xenos like or mutants at heart. I mean, my first army was demons, so it's not like I'm a ride or die loyalist or anything. I guess I'm the Xenos player then. No, 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 because because you know I started with demons and then I went to space wolves and then you know I realized the whole universe was going to get eaten by Tyranids, so I might as well get on their side. <laughs> it's weird because I'm, I'm very much a Xenos player. But I think my biggest army is by far my Mechanicum. Mm, that's fair. Zipurium. What have I become? <laughs> <laughs> They're always there. These in the hands background. truly belong to me and create <gasps> this Imperium, Phil? But are, wait, are they still your hands or have you traded them in for mechanical Ooh. parts? Ah, oh, man, if I could. Like the left one is garbage, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> it is not in good shape, guys. There are 
scars and my pinky's paralyzed. It's it's yeah, weird. Yeah. Well, did you guys pick up your noise marines? You sure you bet I did. Yes. I did not. I have no interest. I I couldn't not buy I love it. I just I love everything about it. I want to paint it super ridiculous. I'm, it's going to be great. I'm very very excited about this. I I also did not get one, but only because You guys. But, but only because it's not a limited thing. It's not. I think they're going It's going to one of those things where like they'll keep produce, you know, Every once oh, in a while now see, now I was like all in like a hyped and rushed to go over there and buy the stupid thing because I thought it was gonna like, and okay, I, I still would have bought it, but I would have bought it with less of like a urgency. I mean, it could be wrong. Nonetheless, but... I'm excited to have it. And... It is very cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm very excited about it, and I'm gonna paint it. It's gonna be wonderful. It's one of those very very cool malls that I would purchase, put in my cupboard of models and then say well this is going to be cool when i paint it yeah and exactly 12 years ago oh, i never got around to painting this. like the five prime rack models i have that haven't been painted yet stop it you're like predicting my future quiet my eyes are killing me i have so many of these things i can't i can't get another one yeah it's 20 2019 is the year of finishing projects yeah, just like sure. 2018 and 2017, yeah, like yeah. and 2016, and 2016, and 15, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In my defense, I may, in fact, actually finish this Tyranid Army this year. I'm closer than ever. Because you've put most of it together? Yes. Quiet. <laughs> hey, gluing is is the toughest part. Um, Honestly, I don't mind the gluing. It was really the color scheme that was really holding me back. Yeah. I just couldn't get it to look the way I want it, and I think I've almost got it. So, do you guys have any um, any gaming resolutions for for 2019? No, because I'm just gonna lie about it. <laughs> it's, been, it's just Fair gonna enough. be a lie. It's just gonna be a lie. Fair enough. <laughs> I absolutely do. I will. I have. I have a list of things I want to paint in 2019, and I want to stick to it. Until I'm done before I take on anything new. It is an ambitious but not overly ambitious list. So if I if I if I'm disciplined and I keep to it, I should be able to somewhere in November look at what I've achieved and say I can add a few things in those last two months. So I'm very I'm, – I'm, I'm hoping to stick to that. That's my resolution. Nothing too fancy. It's, it's a classic I'm going to finish things, but it's a specific list, and I, I think I can do it. How about you, Matt? I have the same thing. I have, you know, like I mentioned, I wanted to get, you know, my, all my terrain at least together, and then I want to, you know, f- finish my – like my Adeptus Titanicus stuff, right? Because I have it. It's not that many models, so I should just finish it, mm-hmm. you know? And like same, so I'm pretty much in the same boat you are. You know, I have specific things I want to finish this year. Nothing too crazy, should be doable, and um, not start any new big projects. Okay, well, I mean, if you want to lie to us, I mean, that's fine. Well, oh, you know, you. you know, around about October, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I have a Gene Steeler Colts army all in boxes. I gotta put together, or whatever. It's you know, it's just, like you'll have a sister battle army. At yeah. Some point this year. <laughs> 
But see, and this is why I'm very open with the fact that I, as as enamored as I am, as like over the moon and rainbows and unicorns as I feel about these Genius Theater cults, I know that they are not a 2019 project. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely not. Until you see the rest of the cool models, and then your other right, projects listen. get pushed out. We're doomed. <laughs> it's it just it's is. a never-ending struggle, really. If you're a gamer, that's just the way it is. All right, guys. Um, I think that was it for uh, for the New Year's Open Day. Looks to be a good good Q1, and we're excited to hear from you guys what you were excited about. And also uh, what you think is coming up this year. So please, you know, reach out to us on Facebook. Let us know what your New Year's gaming resolutions were, what you're excited about, how many Genius Real Cult armies you'll be purchasing. Uh, three. <laughs> At least. Just just one, but it's just rednecks on bikes and ATVs. <laughs> just one, but all bikes and ATVs. I like it. Oh, and some of the trucks. I mean, the trucks are so oh, obviously, badass. obviously. The the if Goliath. The Goliath is one of my favorite models, only because not only is it a great model for Gene Shearer cults, it also screams to be booted by orcs. Ooh. It does. It demands Ooh. it. Mm. All right, guys. We will talk to you again soon. Have a good one, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies. <laughs>